Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of The Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Good morning, everybody. So happy to be with you. I'm back on the East Coast preparing for Thanksgiving with my family. And uh, my birthday is the day after Thanksgiving. I'm renaming it Purple Friday because purple is my favorite color. And here in America, it's called Black Friday because all the stores have their best sales day of the year. And it puts them out of the red and into the black. So for me, I'm calling it Purple Friday. And uh, I'm going to... Pray us in and get us going here because we have a packed show for you today. I have <laughs> I have five guests, so I'm raring to go. So let it, us begin with a prayer. I invite you to place your hand on your heart as I always do. And we are consciously deciding to be wholeheartedly available for the love that we are. We're wholeheartedly choosing the atonement for ourselves. We're wholeheartedly choosing to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, saying, you decide for me. Yes, and we call the name of God, beloved, I am that I am. And as it says in A Course in Miracles, the angels instantly surround us and enfold us, run interference with the ego's voice so that we can hear only that one voice. In every voice that we hear today, we hear the voice of God because that's the only voice we're choosing to listen to. And we're grateful and thankful to share our expansion, our healing, our awakening with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we declare that we are interested in being truly helpful, a loving presence in this world. Our true identity is being revealed through every word, every thought, every choice, every action. In deep gratitude, we allow our healing to be our whole life. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So this, yes, amen. So this morning I have a wonderful group of people. You've all heard all of them on the radio show before. So, uh, we have Gary Renard, my dear friend, author of Disappearance of the Universe and other books that we love. We have his beautiful wife, Cindy Laura Renard, her beautiful mother, Doris, and Cindy's sister, Doris's daughter, Jackie, and Jackie's husband, Mark. So it's Thanksgiving week, which is the biggest family holiday in the United States. Tomorrow, Wednesday, is the biggest travel day of the year in the United States, and <laughs> And so I asked them if they would be on the show again because they were on the show in August of 2012. It was a great show, and um, people just loved listening to a whole family who practices A Course in Miracles. So I'm going to start with Gary. Who in this wonderful group of people did you meet first? Well, actually, uh, I was doing a book signing. 
And uh, this lovely woman came up to me, and we had a nice little conversation. And I kind of felt like I knew her. And that turned out to be Cindy's mom, uh, Doris, except I call her Mumsy. And uh, <laughs> you know, she, she's actually the first one who I met. And she was the first one in the family uh, to read the Disperse of the Universe, first one to get into uh, Course in Miracles. And she kind of like turned her daughters onto it and onto my books. And then the next person uh, in line was Cindy. And uh, it turned out that I had seen her once before, but that's a story that I'll let people read uh, in my third book. But uh, Cindy was the one that I met next, and we got to know each other, and we stayed into contact with each other. And eventually I was lucky enough to uh, marry into the family, so to speak, and get to know Jackie. And then we were doing a cruise uh, to Mexico that I was hosting for my readers. And that's when Jackie met Mark. So he was kind of like the love boat, you know. And uh, <laughs> so we all started to, to get together and to know each other. And uh, it's uh, turned out to be a really great thing. Uh, I feel very lucky to be part of this family that is all practicing, uh, of course, in miracles. And it's a very interesting dynamic because... Uh, it's the same within the family as it is uh, in everyday life. Like in everyday life with A Course in Miracles students, most of the time you don't have anything to forgive. Usually, uh, you know, everything's pretty smooth. And so the Course says when that happens, what you should do is celebrate. You know, if there's nothing to forgive, then just enjoy. But uh, when those few times come up, when there's a disagreement or there is something to forgive, then at least you know what it's for. You know that it's for forgiveness. But I do want to point out uh, one thing about forgiveness that a lot of Course in Miracles students miss and which within a family dynamic, you also have to make sure that you don't miss this. And that is that forgiveness is not about uh, spotting the ego in somebody else. You know, I know, of course, miracle students who are experts at finding out the ego in other people. But uh, that's not what A Course in Miracles is about. The Course is about spotting the ego in yourself and stopping thinking with the ego and switching to thinking with the Holy Spirit. If you do that, you're doing the Course. But most people overlook that part and they just become experts on the course and experts on, you know, fixing other people, and they don't realize that there isn't anybody else and that the course is really about uh, undoing your own ego. And if you focus on that, it's going to save yourself a lot of time, and you're also going to have better relationships with people. So true, so true. And so do these people give you a lot of chance to practice that? Uh, not really. Uh, I can't say that uh, you know I've had uh, many forgiveness opportunities uh, in this family. Once in a while, uh, Cindy and I will have a disagreement. You know, like uh, you know, maybe I'll want to go someplace and I want her to come, and she may not want to come, so we'll have like a disagreement about something, and and it could be other issues as well. But one thing that you'll notice if you're really practicing forgiveness is that if you have uh, a disagreement and you start to feel a little bit annoyed with the other person, it doesn't last. You know, like uh, before I found the course, 
I would get upset with somebody, and it could last for 30 days. Uh, now, it'll last for like maybe 30 seconds. And that's very important because that's 30 days of your life that you spent being peaceful, you know, instead of being annoyed. So uh, it really is a better quality of life. For sure. And uh, you really you really do uh, get better and better and faster and faster at practicing forgiveness as you practice and go along. Let, let me ask um, Doris. Doris, when did you start studying A Course in Miracles, and when did you introduce your daughters to it, or how did that unfold? I think it was about uh, 10 years ago, probably, uh, when I uh, found the course and I um, began to study it and immediately uh, mentioned it to uh, Cindy and Jackie, and they already knew about it and had picked up the book. So it didn't take them long to um, get into it and start practicing it and found that it was their path as well. And then Mm. I found Gary's book, and when I showed them that, they were blown away by disappearance, and we were out of the gate and running. (laughs) (laughs) It's wonderful. Yeah, Disappearance of the Universe is uh, a book that has inspired so many people. And Gary mentioned his most recent book, the third book, Love Has Forgotten No One. Uh, and I also would like to, to make a mention here uh, that, uh, in fact, I'll let you do it, Cindy. You put out, uh, you and Gary made a couple's meditation CD. And I really recommend that to people. Would you just say a little bit about that and how people can get that? Sure. Yeah, we recorded this meditation CD in 2012, and we were sitting down, Gary and I, one evening having dinner, and I think we were in Mexico, and I we were talking about relationships and how often in our workshops um, there are questions about uh, personal relationships and um, their, their family dynamics and their romantic relationships and all the issues that can come with that. And I had an inspired idea. I said, what can we do specifically um, for couples in romantic relationships that, um, which, you know, that deal with, you know, various issues, which we all have in our relationships in different forms? And I thought, what can we do, you know, to be of service um, to couples in some way? And then I thought, well, you know, why not um, find a way where couples can, join together, do something for the purpose of their spiritual growth, something they can do together, um, you know, and use their time as a couple to further themselves on the spiritual path. And then the idea came to do a meditation CD, but address various themes and relationships, things people often have issues with, and take each segment, which we have about eight different segments on this meditation CD that deal with things such as um, how to practice forgiveness, you know, um, as partners, how to practice um, co-creating in your relationship, uh, meaning seeing each other as equals, um, how to deal with stress and anxiety, you know, how to, um, there's even a segment in connecting with each other and with God together as one, 
Um, those are just some examples of some of the meditations on there that are guided meditations with background music um, to help further integrate the message and the content. It's called Meditations for Couples, but anybody could really take this CD and use it because they can use the content and apply it to any relationship, really, um, because the content is is such that <clears throat> it's not specific necessarily to just romantic relationships, um, but how, but it is designed that way. And they can get the CD at my website, cindylaura.com. Um, they can get it on uh, Amazon, I, iTunes, and cdbaby.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much because I really do recommend this CD. It's beautiful. And um, uh, as, as Cindy says, it has all these different components and it's really a great option for couples where maybe one is a Course in Miracles student and the other one isn't. So that's nice to, to have that. And then we have Mark and Jackie. Have you used the um, CD? I'm sure you have. <laughs> Have you done those meditations? Uh, yeah. it, uh, they're wonderful meditations. And um, I think just as Cindy said, it's it's very helpful, especially to, I with giving the day over to the Holy Spirit, you know, and sometimes Mark and I will take the time to do that and kind of set the course for the day, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. extremely helpful. Yeah. And I've heard the story a number of times, but uh, the two of you met on the love boat, as Gary says, on one of the, the cruises. When was that that the two of you met? You know what? It was in April of 2010, and I actually met Mark Jennifer on my birthday, April 10th, and I've often said it was the best birthday present I've ever received. <laughs> yeah. So. And Mark, how long had you been it? studying the course before um, you met Jackie? I had been familiar with the course. I I don't know if I could really call it studying, but um, I, I had been sort of working through a lot of Gary's podcasts, and uh, I had been really getting getting uh, some great information from those. And I felt like I knew Gary, but I think everyone that listened to his podcast felt that way because he's just got such an endearing nature and, and, and open about the way he, uh, what he talks about in his material and everything. So I, I sort of came in with a feeling of knowing at least him. And um, I had heard about uh, his relationship with Cindy and I, Jackie was going to be there, but uh, I was I was uh, pleasantly surprised when the first person that I met when I came into the group there was Jackie, and it was the typical uh, love at first sight. And um, we, you know, we had we had the uh, understanding of the course, as you mentioned as well. Which your question was, how did I come? How, how much uh, exposure did I have before I met her? And my mother had been. Uh, involved with the Unity Church system, uh, as had I when when I was younger, and she started to get into it about in the early 90s and uh, exposed me to some of the ideas. 
but I don't think it was until Gary's book and, and his material and his, his um, understanding of it really came out and I read Disappearance of the Universe that I think I really started to get what the course was about and I think it's a fairly common story. Yeah, yeah. Disappearance of the Universe is so helpful. I always recommend to course students when they ask me how can they get a better understanding of the course, I always recommend that they read Disappearance of the Universe and that they read the Manual for Teachers. And I encourage them to read both of those even before they study start studying the course. I think it's so helpful. Uh, we're, we're, we've got a couple minutes here before we take our break. I'd like to ask Doris, so how do you see, you're the matriarch of this beautiful family and, and Gary's totally enfolded into the family. I know you're all very close and love each other very much. Doris, how do you witness your family practicing the teachings of A Course in Miracles? Like, how, how does the Course actually filter into your family gatherings and the way you relate to each other. Oh, that's right right on, Jennifer, because I was thinking this uh, family is the same as other families. It's a, a group of special relationships, and that's where our major forgiveness opportunities lie. Sure. And my experience in this family, as I think others will find their families, is that I begin to notice, the Course helps me to begin to notice my judgments. My judgments are most clear around the people I know the best. <laughs> After all, I've known them for all their lives. Mm-hmm. And so I know what they're like, okay? I know who is, um, tends to be self-centered, who tends to be narcissistic, who tends to be uh, self-absorbed, who tends to be passive-aggressive. And all of those things are my stuff that I am projecting. And those are my forgiveness opportunities because I can't both make those judgments and forgive at the same time. Right on. Yes. Very well observed. We'll talk more about this when we come back from the break. And as we're going to the break, I'd just like to uh, let everyone know, I'm announcing it today, Gary Renard is joining us on the Baja Mexico Winter Getaway Retreat, along with John Mundy, Regina Dawn Akers, David Hoffmeister, Maria Felipe, and myself. You'll be seeing that on Gary's website very soon. And you can see it right now at acimretreat.com. acimretreat.com. We're planning a wonderful Living a Course in Miracles week-long retreat. And I also have an additional four-day whale watch adventure all in Baja, Mexico for you this winter. Come join us for a deep practice. Lots of fun and restoring, healing, teachings, and conversations with like-minded souls living A Course of Miracles. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and we'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, 
living the love, walking the talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. And as I was sharing at the break, uh, uh, rather right before the break, I announced that Gary Renard, who's a guest on the show today, is going to be joining us on the Baja Winter Retreat. You can see all the details there at acimretreat.com. And so today we're preparing for the holidays. We've got a family holiday show here for you with a whole family who's practicing A Course in Miracles. We have Gary Renard, his beautiful wife, Cindy Laura Renard, her mother, Doris, Doris's other daughter, Jackie, and Jackie's husband, Mark, all practicing A Course in Miracles in there, telling us about their experience of living that. And um, Jackie, you are joining the family in terms of really teaching and living this practice in a way that you're sharing it with others. You've just launched your website, which is 24thHour.com. It's all spelled out, 24thHour.com. And you have an interview with Gary right on the homepage. Will you tell us a little bit about what you're doing? Well, sure. Thank you so much for mentioning that, Jennifer. Um, Yes, uh, our podcast is called The 24th Hour, and we really wanted to create a positive news magazine to uplift, inspire, and awaken people to spirit Um, and having them, you know, know that they can choose their higher self in every situation and We'll be sharing interviews, insights, and commentary on how to live peacefully no matter what appears to be happening around them. So um, we, our first interview, episode one, was with Gary, and that is on the website. And so we're just hoping that those that find the site will find it inspirational and will help waken their mind to spirit. And I know that your husband, Mark, is really uh, collaborating on this with you, and you're working on it together. And uh, I, I, I guess the ego might uh, erupt sometimes in your collaboration, <laughs> uh, do you, right? I mean, is, that's what happens. How did, how, how did you guess? <laughs> it is. It, it's provided wonderful forgiveness opportunities as we are collaborating on this very closely, sometimes 24-7, Jennifer. So mm. Mark is really a, a, a tech whiz, and he has put this thing, uh, my vision, together. And um, it has provided us with so much joy and also forgiveness lessons along the way. As, for example, I would say, I, oh, it, it, we, we should do this. And it, ah, I think we should do this, you know. <laughs> we, we come to a, to a compromise, you know. Um, did you want to say anything about it, honey? Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's funny because my background is mostly in audio as an audio engineer is what I was trained in. But uh, I've moved over to video, and as you all probably know, there's a host of other elements that go into putting a video show together over just an audio show. Both can be great and challenging in their own ways, but as I've come to understand it, um, (laughs) the uh, craft of lighting 
is very elusive for me. <laughs> and uh, so that's one of the things that I'm routinely having to forgive on every show because, you know, the sunlight will come in in different ways and you'll have to use the natural lighting. And, you know, it, there's people in the business that go through years and years of training and specialize in just lighting applications. So I have to have patience with myself and, and Jackie helps me with that and, as well as the course does just to realize that, again, like anything else, it's just another opportunity to be present in the moment, sit there and relax and go, it's probably going to turn out better than you think it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's great. And, of course, Cindy and Gary are constantly collaborating. That's beautiful to to see two couples. And, of course, I know you're all, you've become very close friends. And uh, it's a testimony to how powerful it is when you're willing to really practice Course in Miracles, which, as Doris was saying, is really about releasing judgments. Yeah. And, yeah. um, yeah. Now, Cindy, you were saying that you had a, a, a vision that came through. And I know we've talked about this a number of times in the last year or two. You've really been having uh, a lot more expansive experiences the more you deepen your practice in A Course in Miracles. So I, I love every time you share one of these with me. So you said you had one you could share with all of us. Yeah, I did. And, I had this last night, it was very brief, but as I was preparing to do this show, I was just thinking about uh, gratitude, I was thinking about the idea of family and what that really means, and I oftentimes, you know, when I have questions, I will um, go into my mind, I'll ask Jesus, um, who is the Holy Spirit, um, in my mind, a question, and I realize that when I sincerely do that and authentically ask a question, I always receive an answer, mm-hmm. and I never know what form it's going to come in, but usually it's a, um, a something that comes into my mind, like an idea or a vision. And last night, I asked Jesus specifically, I said, you know, we're doing this show on family, and, you know, I think, you know, um, most people have an idea of what family means to them. I said, but to, for, from the Holy Spirit's perspective, you know, what is family? And... I just kind of sat with that idea, and what happened was um, about five or ten minutes later, and this was right before I was going to sleep, I had a very strong um, visual of children playing, and there was there was a diverse group of children, you know, and um, they all appeared different in form, but they were all all children, very childlike, very innocent, and they were laughing, and they were playing, and. I just saw that image for uh, for a moment, and then it left. But I was what I was left with was not only the vision, but a very powerful intuition about the idea of um, how we, the idea that that we should all remember not to lose our sense of wonder mm-hmm. and think that we know everything and that we know what the answer to everything means. In other words, ask the Holy Spirit. So I was guided to look up. Family in the Course, and, and family is mentioned really only three times in A Course in Miracles, and one of the places it's mentioned, um, actually it's mentioned all three times in Chapter 1, which is the meaning of miracles, and Section 5, Wholeness and Spirit, and this is where my vision comes into play, and this is where I think I was guided um, <clears throat> to look at, 
and when Jesus is the voice of the chorus, and he's saying here, he actually says, except ye become as little children, mm-hmm. means that unless you fully recognize your complete dependence on God, you cannot know the real power of the Son in his true relationship with the Father. And he, and so... The and the idea is is that I think in family, and this is what I, what I see in my own um, family um, represented here as my particular family that I chose here, um, is that innocence. I I kind of I, I I starting to become to me like every person in my family here. Um, I feel like I could swap identities with any one of them. That's how the the oneness that I feel with them, and that nobody would know the difference. Um, or I wouldn't even know the difference. And um, what I'm starting to realize is that I'm ex- as I practice the course, I'm extending that to the whole sonship where, you know, part of the practice is to look out and remember that we're all part of the family of God. And, and it's, you know, very easy to specialize one particular family or, you know, think one family is more special than another when it's really, you know, that idea um, – that when we all become like little children and we're all one child of God and part of one family, um, that when I take that idea and, and really apply that, it helps me in my relationships, not only with my family members, but with, you know, anybody, you know, that I meet. And, um, and as I perceive this in my family, you know, I'm really, you know, perceiving this in myself. So it helps, you know, anytime, you know, people perceive that kind of unity and oneness in other people, including their own family members, they're, they're, they're doing a great service to themselves and others because they're demonstrating um, that only love is real and that there's only one and everything is connected. And it just makes things um, easier and you suffer less. So true. That is so beautifully said. And I know we were talking about this the other night at dinner that if you're attacking someone else, you really, there's only one. So the only person you can attack or judge really, it looks like another person, but you're just attacking and judging yourself. Yes. And I just, I'll just share one more thing here is that I think when we, what I what I'm learning here, and, and part of my learning is when I when I make my dependence on someone in my family or anyone for that matter, yeah. um, when I'm depending on them to make me happy, that's when I get into trouble. It's it's so that, that that goes back to the idea of being dependent only on God and His kingdom. That's what you can count on. Yes, you know, um, we set ourselves up to fail when we always ex- we have such high expectations. And we, mm-hmm. we, we assign roles to people and our family members mm-hmm. that they should be a certain way. That's when I think we get into trouble. Every time. Every time. And it's so yeah. challenging mm-hmm. because the world is constantly yelling at us to have expectations that a wife does this, a husband does that, a mother does this, a brother does that. And so we we're bombarded by these expectations all the time and we're literally you know um it's i hear it all the time that people will 
say, well, wait a minute, if your wife or your husband or they're not doing these things, then why are you in that relationship? That there are so many ego rules, regulations, thoughts, attachments, opinions, judgments, expectations, uh, and uh, everything operating in relationships. I know one of the big things that is a big aha for a lot of people in my classes is I say, if you have an expectation or an attachment to being appreciated by anyone in your family, in your in the place where you work for doing anything you're you're aligned with the ego the spirit needs no appreciation none only the ego needs validation and appreciation that's right and it's it, I hear so many spouses and and uh, just parents about their children, children about their parents, complaining that they're not being appreciated by their loved ones. But that's an ego attachment, hard to believe. But you only have that ego attachment of needing appreciation when you're giving to get. If you're giving to get, then you need appreciation. But if you're in the flow of love, the love is its own reward. Well said, Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> Just in yes, time for the yeah. holidays. <laughs> that ties in so much with, uh, you can notice when you want to be appreciated and don't feel appreciated, you have made a judgment of that person. They're not so-and-so. And then I always have to remember, but I can't have that thought and forgive at the same time. I have to choose. Mm-hmm. And, and it's that choice, thought by thought by thought. And what is helpful in, in, our, in a family that's practicing is that I can see others doing this. Mm. I can see that regardless of my behavior and all errors in behavior, I'm still feeling forgiveness because the others in the family are practicing this. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me to look beyond behavior and categories that I've put people in because I can't both have those categories and judgments made on the, past, on the basis of the past and practice forgiveness. And my function is to practice forgiveness. This is the only way I'll have any peace of mind. So noticing my judgments, though they keep coming, they keep coming every day, but just noticing them without judgment and letting them go, noticing them without berating myself and then letting them go. And it, it's, it certainly smooths out family relationships. That's an excellent point, Mom. Uh, It's an excellent point because I often notice (laughs) sometimes if I'm talking to my mom or my sister, I'll hang up the phone and I'll think, wow, I I just had an ego moment there. Like I was, you know, projecting (laughs) something about something I was saying, but they didn't judge me. Like my mom said, I I feel their forgiveness, even though I might have, I I hang up and I say, oh, wow, 
I thought I fired the ego today, but as Mark and I always say, we must have rehired him at some point. (laughs) Let's let's fire him and hire the Holy Spirit again. (laughs) So Mark and I are, are always saying this. And then to your point about your beautiful vision about the children and never losing our sense of wonder. I just wanted to add that how beautiful that was. And Mark and I always, another thing we always say is, okay, the only thing we know is that we don't know (laughs) as egos, you know, we, but we know who knows Mm. when we choose once again, when we choose the right teacher. So we always remember when you're, if judgment creeps up or there's something that you're just ready to project, we say, wait a minute. <laughs> the only thing I know is that I don't know, but I know who knows, and we can choose once again. I love that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The, all these things are so helpful for people as they're going into the holidays. Uh, we're going to be going to the break here in just a minute. But, Gary, I know on the Greek retreat you shared that you have a different Thanksgiving experience with this family than in uh, before you, you joined this family. I, I, I wonder if you'd share a little bit about that. Yeah, it's not like a different cultural experience, really, because... <laughs> Uh, you know, back in Maine, uh, I would go to Thanksgiving, and, uh, you know, these are, like, wonderful people. And uh, the only thing is, all that they would talk about all day was sports. You know, so uh, I can talk about sports for an hour, but I can't talk about sports for six hours. You know, so it's like they would just go on and on and on about sports, which is fine, but uh, it just, you know, wasn't me, and then through uh, some uh, beautiful uh, luck of karma or something, now I get to go to Thanksgiving dinner, and all we talk about all day is The Course in Miracles. So (laughs) it really is a different experience talking about A Course in Miracles than it is talking about sports all day. So uh, I just uh, feel very lucky to be able to be part of uh, such a great experience and a great family. Beautiful, and I'm sure there's all kinds of forgiveness opportunities when people eat the last piece of pie, and uh, or <laughs> you have a second piece of pie, and then you're stuffed, or you fall asleep while the others are doing the dishes. All kinds of forgiveness opportunities around the Thanksgiving holidays. So uh, you hear the music. It's time for us to go to a break. And just as we do, I'd like to remind everybody that Gary Renard is joining us on the Baja, Mexico, Living a Course in Miracles Winter Getaway Retreat. It's the first week of March. Prior to that, I'm offering a four-day, four-night Baja whale watching adventures so for folks who are coming a long distance they can really make a nice long trip of it everything is open you can bring your spouse your children and they can have a wonderful time at the resort when you're in the teachings they can enjoy the resort the water the all the many activities at the resort it's a beautiful resort i was just there and i cannot wait to share it with everyone so acim 
retreat for all the details and it'll be on Gary Renard's site very soon. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk on Unity Online Radio, and we'll be right back. Hello, listeners. Did you know we've gone mobile? That's right. Your favorite Unity Online Radio programs are available on your mobile device. Now you can take us with you wherever you go. Using apps from Live 365 or Stitcher, you can listen to Unity Online Radio live or on demand. To learn more, visit www.unity.fm and click on Mobile Listening. At Metaphysical Romp 2, we demystify metaphysics to help you live life at a deeper level. One of our key principles is the recognition that you always have the power to choose how you respond to any situation. Instead of asking, why did this happen to me? A better practice, which aligns with the metaphysical principles we share, is to ask yourself the question, how can I use this for good? We promise you'll experience a transformation in thinking that will reap huge dividends as you master the art of living metaphysically. For new perspective and spiritual insight, listen to Metaphysical Romp 2 with co-hosts Rev. Paul Hasselbeck, Rev. Bill Holton, and Rev. Cher Holton. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time, here on Unity Online Radio. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So we're back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and my guests today are Gary Renard, author of Disappearance of the Universe, Love Has Forgotten No One, Your Immortal Reality, and his beautiful wife, Cindy Laura Renard, who has many music CDs. They have their Meditations for Couples CD, and uh, Cindy's mother, Doris, and... Doris's other daughter, Jackie, Jackie's husband, Mark, Jackie and Mark working on that beautiful website offering. They have that brand new um, interview with Gary Renard. Their website is 24thHour.com, spelled out, 24thHour.com, positive news magazine website there with some wonderful videos video interviews uh, including the one with gary right there on the home page and um gary and i are going to be doing the baja winter retreat the living a course of miracles retreat at the resort in baja mexico in march acim retreat.com is your website for that and it'll be up in gary's uh, GaryRenard.com site very soon. And in the time we have left, I have a few questions, but I also know 
Gary, you and Cindy are working on some write, a writing project together. Uh, yes. Uh, in fact, we're writing a book together about relationships, which I think will be very helpful to people. You know, uh, people are always saying, I wish that uh, teachers would say more about relationships. And we normally do that in our workshops because, uh, you know, we tend to talk about our personal lives more than most spiritual teachers. Most teachers don't talk very much about their spiritual lives, and we do, and we're putting it into book form. And uh, it's always within the context of forgiveness. But uh, it's a very interesting project. It's a personal project, and it's good for us as well, as I think it will be good for the readers. And uh, I'm kind of like going into a different phase now, because when I get to the winter, uh, that's when I like to write. And this year, I've made more time than usual uh, to write pretty much uh, the next four months. I won't be going anywhere or doing much of anything except writing, and that's very good for me because I've had a really long year of uh, traveling, and there have been more long trips than usual. And uh, I'm not going to be able to do that forever. You know, I'm not going to be doing that 10 years from now. I'm not going to be traveling all over the world all the time. And uh, I'll probably be writing more and more and traveling less and less as the years uh, go by. And that's kind of like what I'm up to the next few months is writing the book with Cindy. Plus, I'm working on a fourth book with uh, Arden and Persa. So I'm actually doing two books at once right now. And uh, I'm going to get even more into it uh, the next few months. And it's just a totally different way of living to all of a sudden not have to go somewhere <laughs> and to just be able to you know, stay home and focus on the message of the books. So uh, that's pretty much what I'll be up to. And, and, yeah, I will do a lot of trips next year, but it seems like every year I'm doing less. You know, there was a, you know, a time oh, three or four years ago that I was uh, actually making something like 40 trips a year. And uh, this year, I was down to about 22. And uh, Cindy comes on about half of the trips, which is very helpful to me because she's become uh, an excellent speaker and an excellent teacher in her Mm -hmm. own right. And uh, she's a very experienced spiritual counselor, and and she's a lot more experienced and a lot more uh, advanced than people realize until they meet her and they listen to her, then they know. And... uh, you know, so uh, I think next year I'll be down to maybe about 16 trips. So you can see how every year I'm cutting back a little bit. And I intend to spend uh, more and more time writing. And uh, so it's kind of like a transition that I'm going through right now. And I'm very excited about it because I think uh, you know it really gives me more time to focus and to think and to meditate and to kind of like get back to being what I really want to be, which is a student of the course. Uh, I've never really been excited about the idea of being a teacher, but I'm still excited about the idea of being a student. You know, so that's really what I'm getting more and more back into. 
I'm so happy about that because your books are so meaningful to me. And I, I know that couples book that you and Cindy are working on is going to be a big help to people. And I want to mention too that, uh, you and Cindy, myself, we're all going to be at the ACIM conference, uh, next year. It's April 17th, 18th, and 19th in New York City. It's the a Present Love, A Course in Miracles conference that happens every other year. Uh, 2013, we were in Chicago. 2015, we're going to be in New York uh, towards the end of April there. And uh, people can learn about that at our websites. And you can register online. And if you do register now, you can actually save some money. The price goes up December 1st. So if you're interested in joining us for the weekend in New York City and, oh, my gosh, uh, everybody that's on the Baja Retreat is going to be there and a whole lot more. So if uh, you've got a weekend to come to New York, come join us. It was a lot of fun last time and uh, just a great time. I, and Doris, are you going to be there too? Uh, yes, I am. Jackie and Mark, are you going? I, w- I wouldn't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We so enjoyed Chicago in 2013, and there's a possibility that we'll be able to make it to New York. So we'll see. We'd love to be there. Oh, great. Excellent. Yay. Yeah, it's a fun, fun time. So we're, we're wrapping up here and we, we just have a little bit of time left. Uh, Cindy, you said you had something you wanted to share? Yeah, um, I was, I was reminded recently, um, when I was thinking, um, in terms of the holidays coming up and, you know, all the family dynamics that go on and, and how many people kind of joke that, you know, it's almost like, oh, God, i got to go home and see my family. And it's kind of, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's um, you know, there's a lot of forgiveness opportunities around family sometimes. And, and, uh, and I'm, I was reminded of what my spiritual psychology professor said once in terms of <laughs> the idea of just when you think, you know, you, you got it all figured out and, and you think you know everything and, you know, and, you know, of course, to the ego, it always wants to be right and all this stuff. Um, so when you think you know everything, I remember my history, I mean, my uh, spiritual psychology professor say, if you think you're enlightened, go home for the holidays. <laughs> because it'll really, that's, that's, that's the that's that those, a lot of times yes. so coming back to our special relationships, you know, in our families and stuff. It's it's oftentimes in our own, you know, immediate families where we have, you know, what could appear to be our biggest forgiveness opportunities. And so he was kind of he was just making a joke about that, and I thought that was that was really funny. Well, well that, Cindy, yeah. that just that fits your vision. Uh, let's go home and play. Let's be like yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yes. Go home and, and, and play. And, you know, and, you know, and one other thing, this is great. Also, in, in Chapter 1, when I was quoting before about family in Chapter 1, and just I think this is such a good reminder, is that when Jesus says also, he says, since you and your neighbor are equal members of one family, as you perceive both, so will so you will do to both. You should look out from the perception of your own holiness to the holiness of others. And I just think that's so beautiful. I think it's very easy to forget that 
to already choose love first within yourself as you look out then upon everyone, upon all your brothers. Um, when you're choosing love within yourself, that's all that you will see. You'll see the holiness in your brothers, and which means that you're choosing that for yourself. That's really beautiful. A lot of beautiful yes. sections in, in Chapter 1. Yes. Yeah, oh, I know. That's well I know. said, then. <laughs> I just very, wanted to add, add one thing about the family dynamic, too. Make it very it's quick, Doris, because we're out of time. Oh, I was just going to say that um, it's not that families don't have forgiveness opportunities, and we certainly have ours. I think that Gary touched on it earlier. The more you practice the course, the less the upset stays with you. It's almost like when you choose the Holy Spirit, you move quicker into a place of peace. And I think that's the real difference. The forgiveness opportunities are always there, but they last less and less as time goes on. Yeah, and they dissolve and resolve, and they are completely gone because that is the great truth about A Course in Miracles teachings. It tells us over and over and over again, if you're willing to surrender it to the Holy Spirit to be removed, the, the cause of the upset, the thought, the belief, it will be removed from your mind. It cannot be removed if you still value it. So if you still energize it, you still value it, you're going to have it as a trigger over and over again. But if you can surrender it to the Holy Spirit, it can be removed from your mind forever. I, I, it's time for us to close here. I'd like to let everyone know, last week's episode of the radio show was all about family uh, healing during the holidays. Decide that you are going to maximize your opportunity this year to be that healing fulcrum point in your family. Love is the healer. Why? Because love is what we are. So when we choose love, we're living in truth, and truth sets us free. I invite everyone to place their hand on their heart right now and take a holy breath with me as we surrender all concerns to the Holy Spirit. We open our mind for healing. We are giving thanks that our healing is happening now and that we have an opportunity to practice, to strengthen our mind, and we are not only liberating ourselves, our family, but everyone, because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. I love you. Happy holidays.